Hey, Marvel Maniacs, welcome to another exciting episode of Guardians of the MCU. This is episode number 222. We are recording this on Monday, January 31st, 2022. Just a reminder, Guardians of the MCU is part of the Random Chatter Network. Please do check us out at randomchatter.com for information on all of our shows, membership through Patreon, access through the Escape Hatch Discord channel, and show merchandise from Public. I'm Tim. Joining me tonight, the hostess with the mostess, Sheba. How are you this evening? I'm good. Can't complain. Working on report cards, so you know, just uh, losing sleep. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I I I know the drudgery. I'm I'm in a, a, a proposal mode lately for my business, oh, so it's yeah. just continuously writing proposals to yep. you know, take on more work. So it's a it's yep. a necessary evil. Uh, not yep. necessarily something I enjoy doing, but you know, yeah, part what of you got to do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, um, speaking of hosts, we're missing one. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, technically we're still missing two because we've been missing Lizzie for a while. Um, we are looking to work out schedules here that Lizzie will be coming back shortly. We hope. Um, I had some conversation with her over the last couple of weeks and she's managed to move some stuff around with her schedule. And now it's just kind of a matter of the rest of us (laughs) figuring something out. Um, but we're, we're, we're trying to make that happen. We want to get ourselves back up to full strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now we are technically at half strength. Uh, John is not joining us. I believe he's at uh, his daughter's basketball game. Um, so hi, John. If you're listening, he might be. You never know. Like not live. <laughs> he's listening he, later. Yeah, he might listen to this. This, know, is, this is future John. After. Yeah, we're saying hi to future John. Yes. Hello, future John. Oh, we're from the past. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing interesting has happened today. You know. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of, well, you know, I, it, it would be silly for us to say there's nothing interesting um, because there is news. It's true. Uh, there's just not a lot of news. Uh, actually, just a kind of a slow MCU news week. Uh, there's really just a few things out there. So uh, let's get to it. What do you say? Yep. I'm down. All right, folks, let's get on to our news. First up, Disney Plus is set to launch in 42 more countries and 11 territories this summer. It it kind of seems wild that, like, there's that many countries that they are still not in. Right, yeah. Yeah, their market share globally is, like, freaking huge. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. So uh, they're hitting a number of markets uh, across the Middle East, North Africa, uh, Baltic nations, Mediterranean nations, and some Western European nations. Interesting. I'm sorry, Eastern European nations. There was a, right. there was a typo. That, that's, that's my own typo. Um, so that's, that's, that's pretty cool, uh, which also mm-hmm. means viably – that here at Guardians of the MCU, we could actually pick up more listeners because Yay, people are going to get more interested in podcasts about this stuff, uh, yep. both for us here as well as for uh, MCU TV. Yep. Yeah. Especially when people watch this stuff on Disney Plus, then they're going to want to, for some mm-hmm. crazy reason, hear people talk about it, which is yep. what we do. We're really good at talking about the stuff. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so, We're really good yeah. at talking. Yeah. So we 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 might get more listeners out of that, viably, which is cool. I did, as somebody on TikTok, actually, speaking of listeners, 
um, I had commented something about, oh, like, do you like Marvel? Because I was talking about some, I don't remember what I was talking about now, but um, I had commented and I was like, Haha, funny thing, you should mention Marvel. And I, I dropped our podcast, both nice. the podcasts mm-hmm. and, you know, just doing my job. And then uh, they ended up following. They're like, oh, I, I followed on Spotify. So I'm like, yay, exciting. Like maybe I should do like a dedicated, like, you know, podcast thing. Like, hey, by the way, I like Marvel. This is what I do. I haven't really gotten around to that. So at some point, you know, try to gain more. Not that I have a huge following on on TikTok, but you know, yeah. it always helps. A yeah. little bit helps. You yeah, don't I mean, it's um, I it. we we with some fear regularity tend to repost our our, our podcasts mm-hmm. on social media and stuff. Um, yep. And it's it's something I need to. Yeah. Make sure that I stay on top of and. and I know and I've been falling behind with that too. And once in a while, I'll come across folks on Twitter who will say, hey, you know, new to this fan community, the Star Wars fan community or the mm-hmm. Marvel fan community or, or whatever. And, you know, are, are there recommendations for like groups to join, things to listen to? And so I always, you know, I keep an eye out for those and yeah. you know, recommend the stuff that we do here over on the Ram Shatter Network. Um, because uh, speaking of some cross promotion, might as well take a moment to do it. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, we we have uh, the the random chatter shows, um, which ranges from uh, review shows to sometimes we do some news shows. We've uh, last several weeks we've done like uh, top five shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did a number of like top five movies from 2021, top five uh, uh, streaming series from 2021. We we did our top five least liked. Uh, <laughs> things from 2021. So, you know, we, we, we mixed that up. We did some of those. Those are fun. Um, we're going to do some more of those. They're, 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 they move yeah. really quickly and, and, uh, and they're a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Um, and then we have force chatter, which is our star Wars show. Uh, we have DC talk, which is, uh, basically our, our sister show that's done by, uh, Mike and Carrie. Um, mm-hmm. And they cover all things DC. We have two Marvel shows. We have Guardians and we have MCU TV, which covers um, commentary on, on stuff as it releases on, on Disney+. Plus. Um, and actually over on Force Shatter lately, most of what we've been talking about in Force Shatter has been Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've, uh, we have Movie Chatter, which, which covers mm-hmm. movies. Um, that my, my wife, Robin, is, uh, is, is on that show with Lou and Eric. Um, so yeah, we've, and, and, and there's, there's, there's several others. So we, we keep pretty busy. We keep pretty busy. And of course there's always show ideas. Like I have a gazillion show ideas, but I don't have the time to be on all those shows. I know. I think about things randomly too. And I'm like, you know, what'd be cool? This. I'm like, when I, do I have the time? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, I don't know. But there's, there's lots of ideas, lots of things to put on the interwebs. Yeah. So yeah, if any of that stuff interests you folks, uh, you know, if 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 you're just a uh, Guardians of the MCU listener, we obviously appreciate that like a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, if any of the other things interest you, you know, check them out, see what we have going on. Uh, next bit of news here: James Gunn has confirmed that the Guardians of the of Guardians of the Galaxy three is the last time that we are going to see uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy cast together. Mm. Um, his, his quote here is, this is the end for us. The last time people will see this team of guardians, I just want to be true to the characters and the story and give people the rap, um, that I think that they deserve for the story. There's always a little, it's always a little bit scary and I'm doing my best. 
Um, and he, he also mentioned something about like, you know, the, the last movie in a lot of trilogies oftentimes sucks uh, or yeah. disappoints a lot of people. And he's really trying to avoid that. Yeah. Now, we don't know what the exact contracts are with mm. any of these actors that are part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and, and, and even if, you know, their current contracts are in a particular state, they could always get re-signed. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not all of them, but maybe we'll see, you know, one, two, three of them Pop doing some something else. else, doing more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, the, the, the cosmic side of the MCU is going to continue to evolve. And I think it certainly makes sense for someone from Guardians of the Galaxy to continue to be involved in it. Um, James Gunn has pretty heavily alluded to the fact that, you know, some of our characters may get killed off. Yeah, um, which is terribly people, sad. A lot of people are kind of wondering if it's Drax because just of the comment, the comments that uh, uh, Dave Batista had had made, kind of thing. Oh yeah, and everyone's like, oh, he's he's gonna die. Like we talked about it before, and he's like, yeah, everyone's like, he's gonna die, and he's like, no, he might not. And I'm like, mm, yeah, might not is not a definitive. Like I know you can't tell us, but who knows? I'm just, I really hope we don't lose Gamora because I love Gamora, and I just want to see more of her. But obviously, we know that, you know, a lot of the actors, the, they get older, they just, mm-hmm. they're like, you know what, this is fun, we loved it, but we also do want to consider other things, yeah. or, you know, they just want to take a break kind of thing. So I, I'm hoping that, you know, they don't all die. Maybe they just kind of like, go off and do their own thing. And like you said, they pop up all, elsewhere, yeah. um, and just, you know, show up here and there. Um, but again, if they do go, like, if they do leave, like, you know, uh, Chris Evans and, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. and a lot of our, our main Avengers have kind of you know drifted off and mm-hmm. might show up or pop up later. It, it happens. I totally understand that they might want to move on, but it's great yeah. that you know Marvel is that's allowing a lot of new characters to make their their debut and to show up in the MCU. Totally. Um, I'm 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 really I'm loving this new the new phase and everything we're getting to see and all the different people we're getting to see in the MCU. So I'm okay with the, you know, out out with the quote unquote old and in with the new because Hey, it just opens it up for more stories and more people to be represented on screen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. You know, we spend time with these characters. We really, uh, we come to like these characters. We, we fall in love with these yeah. characters. I don't mean like in a weird, creepy way. It's just like we, we watch. <laughs> we relate to them. Yeah, yeah, we relate to them. We watch the arcs of these characters. We see them in bad times and in good times. And, and they, they, you know, we embrace them like we and, and it kind of feels like like they're family to us. Um, and so it's it's tough to see them go away, you know, just like you said, with with Iron Man and, and with with Cap. Um, you know, it just, it's, it's tough to see them go and, and we want them to say, we want to see more stories with them, but they do also, uh, like you said, they, they, they have to make more room. Yeah. Um, they can't just kind of keep on packing the team and expect to be able to consistently tell good stories when you have that many characters that you constantly have to pay attention to, uh, yeah. because inevitably some of them are simply going to fall off. You're, you're not yeah. going to have quality storytelling when you're just constantly trying to pack all them in. So yeah, um, exactly. I, I, you know, I, I'd love to see some of them stay. And, and quite honestly, I have reasons for all of them. I, I, I you know, it, it, as individuals, as individual characters, I, I, you know, there's so much more to Gamora. There's so much more to Nebula. Mm-hmm. There's, 
so much more to to rocket and group and yeah. you know just just all that stuff. So you know we'll 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 see. Uh, James Gunn's comment seems very much to allude to them as a team. Mm. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you know we're not going to see them as as individuals, uh, you know, continuing on even for for one or two more movies. Yeah. Um, and by the time Guardians Three comes out, it will have been ten years of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So you know that is a good chunk of time for these actors. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 there's some notable actors uh, yeah. that are and, there, whether they are physically there or they're yeah. voice actors. Some yeah. real notable actors who have a lot of stuff going on, and also over the last ten years, their contract prices have gone up considerably. Right. So and they also, you know, they also have families and people that they're you know they're, they're caring for and, and looking after, and they might want to yeah. spend more time with. And we know, you know, the MCU, Marvel movies, they do require a lot more work and a lot of time away from the people that you love and care about. So, you know, they might be thinking, hey, we just need a break from it for a while, from the notoriety of it too, right? Once you become part of the MCU, everyone is in your business and knows about you and wants to know about you. And, you know, they maybe they're just like, we we love it. We appreciate the fans, but we're also tired and just want to take a break. Sure. Which is totally understandable. Yeah. And for, you know, I think for as much as we love to see the characters, they love mm-hmm. playing these characters. I mean, they, oh, yeah, they become very yeah. attached to the characters yeah. themselves. Yeah. So in, in a lot of cases, it's it's not an easy decision for them. Yeah. Um, you know, assuming that the working environment is good and the pay is good and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, you know, yeah. uh, Tim Roth has confirmed that we will see Abomination's human form in mm-hmm. She-Hulk. So we assume that he's talking about the character of Emil Blonsky, mm-hmm. who became Abomination. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just weird wording that we are, quote, going to see Abomination's human form. It's like, yeah, we actually really it's, odd. It's just like it, it'll be like one of those things where we just see like a statue version of him. And yeah. that was his human form. Yeah. I mean, we've been misled like this before. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it is. I mean, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul Bettany telling us, oh, we're going to have like this great matchup in the end of WandaVision. It was just himself. Yeah, so, it, was, it which, was him again, against him. I loved, so, yeah, yeah. I loved that. But, you know, at this point, anything is possible. It could could really be anything. Yeah. We just see a skin suit somewhere, you know. And now <laughs> we've we've been led to believe that Abomination kind of permanently stays Abomination. That's yeah. I mean, the last time we saw him, he was just abomination. Like we saw him in Shang Chi, and yeah. it was just you know we didn't see him go back to Emil Blonsky. We just saw him as abomination. Yeah, yeah. I mean, back from the Hulk movie when Abomination yeah. first came about, we never saw him right. change back. He just exactly. stayed this giant rage monster. Yeah. Um, now that said, you know clearly he is less ragey, um, yeah. and he has uh, befriended Wong. <laughs> Wong. And so, you know, maybe Wong has been able to help him. Maybe Wong has hooked him up with Bruce. Yeah. And we have clearly seen uh, from the Mm She-Hulk teaser that Bruce is now able to go back and forth again. Um, Right. But apparently at will, not as the, you know, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry thing. Yeah. Um, It's it's we're, we're, we're presuming. That right, he's yeah. able to transition between man and beast, if you will. 
Yeah. So maybe he has done whatever to help Ema Blonsky do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, also, know. I would, I, I would really just as a tangent, I would really love to see a maybe even just like a short little like clip of just Wong and Abomination training or you know just just hanging out doing things because like the small small little bit we got in Shang-Chi was very entertaining and I would like a little bit more of it I mean I don't know if it's enough to make an entire tv series or movie but just a short like a short of just the two of them would be nice you know I mean they they do that sometimes I'm I'm great with putting Wong into every movie I agree Um, I am 100% I'm yeah he he is he's fantastic. Um, yep. I've seen him at where did I see him. I saw him at DragonCon, mm-hmm. um, and just genuinely seemed to be like one of the nicest people. Um, at the panel that that he was speaking at, and it, and it was really funny. Like he was reminded a couple of times, like, "Hey, we're trying to keep it family friendly," <laughs> and he just. As of just normal course of speaking, just will drop F-bombs here and there. It wasn't malicious. It wasn't him trying to do something. I think it was like a very like Sam Jackson kind of thing. That's just his normal way of speaking. And so he just periodically drops an F-bomb in there and like doesn't even notice it. Um, I feel like we shouldn't put, uh, you know, Benedict Wong and John in the same room because that would be, you know. Yeah. (laughs) That would be a nightmare to edit. Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> but yeah, he he truly just genuinely seems like right. a like like a really nice guy. He he liked yeah. being there with the 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 fans with the crowd. I mean, certain times when you have guests and stuff, like you can tell they yeah, just yeah. they feel bothered, like they don't want to be yeah. there. It's not their but thing. Like I'm here because I have to, and yeah, you know, that's it. Yeah. And he was like, "I'll talk about this stuff for hours." Yeah. Um, so yeah i mean i it, and i just and i love the character of wong so mm-hmm. yeah give 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 us yeah. more wong i'm, I'm good, yeah. good with that uh speaking of things we want more of mm-hmm. uh just caught this news about an hour ago loki season two will begin filming in the uk this summer yay i'm very excited please give me all the tom hiddleston slash loki things I'm i'm all for it oh yeah yeah <laughs> And I, I have the feeling that this will be uh, Tom Hiddleston's last hurrah as, as Loki. I, I just, I don't yeah. foresee him. I mean, speaking of of actors that yeah. have, you know, basically gone the distance with their characters yeah. uh, for as much as obviously we love Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, and for as much as it genuinely seems that, that Tom loves, Hiddleston loves yeah. playing Loki, um, yeah. especially when we saw like some of the, the, um, uh, the Marvel Assembled stuff yeah. on Disney Plus with the behind the scenes things of Loki, and, yeah. and basically he he did that. He narrated the whole thing and, and all that. It was done very yeah. very uniquely and from his perspective. Yeah. Um, and you know he was just so complimentary of the process and of the character and appreciative mm-hmm. of of the opportunity to play this character and the arc of yeah. the character, which has gone so far beyond what they ever yeah. thought it would. Yeah, um, and it. And you can also tell with Tom Hiddleston, even when he goes to conventions and things, he does, like, I mean, the, one of the first conventions he went to, he dressed up as Loki because he was asked to do so. And he was like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, I'll, I'll do that. He just, right. he seems like he's really, he loves being a part of it, loves being a part of the, just the community and that kind of thing and and being the character. 
um, so much so like we talked about, he want he gave Professor Loki class, he gave classes on Loki yeah, to other yeah. to other people because that's how much he has has become involved with the character. Right. Um, but like we talked about before, sometimes you're just like, hey, you know what? It's 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 time to kind of put it aside. Hang up um, the horns. Exactly, hang up the horns. And I, I feel like that's a good thing. Like you you leave on a high, and you know if you need yeah. to come back, hey, you can come back, but things don't need to go on forever. It's nice to sometimes have a nice end to it because then you can be reminded of how great something was and you can look back on it while also allowing other people to take center stage. So I I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame him for wanting to do that. Maybe he wants to try other things. Um, I know he has a lot of other, you know, acting things, stage things that he's working on. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm sure he's probably like, Hey, just taking a break, trying other things. And, and that's something we've talked a, about a lot, um, particularly over on the Random Chatter shows and such, that there, there's a point to stop. Yeah, um, exactly. And obviously, you know, production companies love money and the mm-hmm. actors love money and, and everyone who's involved in, in this stuff, you know, loves money. It's, 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 it is not only their passion, but it is their job. Yeah. Um, but there comes a point, I mean, we, we all know, like we've seen television series that go a season or two or three too long. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, end on the high note and, and, Mm -hmm. and be happy with that and take it. But then they always think, Hey, you know what? We're doing really well. Ratings are great. We can go one more season. Let's see what we can do. And of course they turn to the writers and the writers like, Oh, wow. We kind yeah. of like told the story that we were going to tell. Um, yeah. Sure. I guess we can make up some more stuff. Yeah. It's and that's bit, when you, and like you can so tell when it's really exactly. awkward that like, wow, okay. Something did really great up through like season four. And then season mm-hmm. five was like, what the hell were they thinking? Like, what? And it was what because I? seasons yeah. one through four, that was the story. That's what they that envisioned. The that like, they wanted. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like once they got picked up after season one, and yeah. they were able to tell the rest of that story. That's yeah. that's how far it got them. And so then everyone, yeah. you know, then season five comes out and everyone's like, yeah, no, that was absolutely horrible. Yeah. Um, and then it goes downhill and, from and there. It, and yeah, then it just sours everyone to it. So And then eventually it gets canceled. Then you're like, oh, you could have just stopped where it, need, where it needed to and you would have been yeah. just fine. It's, it's what I appreciate a lot about um, British shows because mm-hmm. a lot of the times they'll do – you know, they might do two, three episodes or they'll do a short thing besides Doctor Who, obviously, because Doctor Who's been going on since the beginning of time. Sure. But most other British shows, they'll do like, here's a short season or here's what we'll do. And they'll tell you the story in a short amount of time. And then they're like, oh, we're, we're done. Like, yeah. you know, Broadchurch, um, mm-hmm. even with BBC Sherlock, they did. I mean, they, they were like, yeah, we might come back. But they still told the story that they needed to tell within yeah. those three episodes and if you they come back, they tell a new kind of story. So it, yeah. it's what I've appreciated. They kind of stop when they need to. They don't continue it on forever if they don't if they don't see the purpose of it. They're like, hey, we told our story. We said what we wanted to say. We're now moving on to other things. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, our last news item that we have here for this episode, uh, in an interview, Tom Holland uh, gave up that he and Florence Pugh had actually talked about hmm. doing a Spider-Man Yelena crossover. Now, of course, nothing got discussed with Kevin Feige, Marvel Studios, n- none none of that, uh, yeah. Sony, nothing. This was just the two of them having a conversation, uh, and and it is what it is. I mean, we 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 
come across so many things that we don't end up talking about on the show where people are expressing, oh, hey, I'd love to be in the MCU. Well, yeah, we know you and everybody else would love to be in the MCU. Um, You know, this one's a little bit more special because these are two MCU actors who are like, hey, we'd really love to do something together. Yeah. No idea if they ever will. It's funny because I was recently just watching a random video where somebody had compiled all the things where Tom Holland said something at some point and then ended up becoming (laughs) it. Like one, he was talking about way before he became Spider-Man. He's like, I'd love to play Spider-Man. And then he was Spider-Man. He's like, I'd like to, he's like, I'd like to, he said something about Zendaya and then he started dating Zendaya. There was, there was something else. He just kept saying things. Oh, he said, I like this game, Uncharted. Uh, Uncharted. I I love this game. It's like my favorite. Now he's in it. So you're like, just like random little like, things that he kind of predicted and somebody was the the, the caption was tom holland has spoiled his own life <laughs> um, which I thought was, was quite hilarious so you never know maybe tom holland is just you know manifesting something that he wants and hey may, may happen he's done yeah. it before who's to say it won't happen again and and you know it and i think doing it with florence Pugh is something i i don't know that it will ever happen but yeah, I think of a lot of the MCU actors, I think she is one that would kind of have the they would have the best chemistry. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, you know, like compare her to. Uh, compare Le- Elena to 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 Natalie to to. Um, to Nat? Yeah. You know, very different personalities. Yeah. Uh, that kind of stuff. I mean, Elena is so much funnier. She's very, very witty. Um, you know, she's younger. She's just a, a little bit, you know, looser with how the character is played and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and just adorable. Versus Black Widow. So, yeah, she really is. She's very, very endearing. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, 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 I think seeing the two of them have some kind of an interaction. Yeah. Whether it's a full movie or just, you know, something. Yeah. I, I, it would be fun. I, I think it, it would be just, fun. I don't know that'll ever happen though. Yeah, it'd just be hilarious, like you said, to to see, because especially right now, where I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen No Way Home, I guess because mm. we'll, we'll talk about it. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's people who haven't seen it, but you know, where Spidey is is right right now, he's a little bit, he's still, you know, he still has that, you know, joking, talks back to everybody kind of thing. But he's also a little bit more humbled now because of everything he had to go through. Sure. And you know, Yelena is is even though she knows what she who she is, she's just very like matter of fact, but also playful about it as well. She's like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not. You know, if I wanted to kill you, I could have killed you, kind of thing. Like just that <laughs> banter back and forth. Yeah. And everybody else is like, wow, you're very, you're very like you're serious, but also like, you're making jokes. I don't understand, kind of thing. And it's a very different. Like the way Kate Bishop is with her, like Kate, Kate's more like, oh, okay, yeah, and like she, you know, she'll kind of do that back and forth with her. But I think Spidey would just be like, I'm so confused, like what, what's going on? Like I don't, yeah. what? Like, yeah, I agree. We, we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't. It was almost, it almost reminds me of when he's talking to Karen, his his Spidey suit lady, and how she's like, do you want to activate kill mode? And he's like, oh god, no, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I feel like it would be a lot of that kind of thing with Yelena, like, no, 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 don't do that. And she's like, why not? Yep. don't do that like it would be a lot of that very true very true yeah it, it, it it'd be fun to see it'd be fun to see yeah. all right folks so that wraps up uh, episode 222 here of guardians of the mcu 
Uh, please do check us out later this week. We'll have episode 223. We are doing another character profile. Uh, and of course, uh, join us uh, next week again for more news and discussion on the MCU. We'll see you then. Take care. Take care.